My next guest has empowered hundreds of women to own their leadership role by providing the tools that allowed him to step into their authority in a way that felt natural to them. Please welcome Shay Smith. Welcome to the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. I'm your host, Anna-Patricia Bourgeois, Certified Business Coach. I am here to help you up-level, generate consistent wealth, increase your confidence, attract dream clients, and master your mindset so that you can fully own your power and achieve next-level results in your online business and beyond. Every week, a powerful conversation will take place with amazing guests, or I'll share from my experience to help inspire you to start and scale the business of your dreams while being powerfully you. The time has come to stop playing small, stop hiding, and stop waiting. Now is the perfect time for you to passionately pursue your heart's desire as the powerful leader you were born to be. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. I know that since 2014, you have been empowering hundreds of women to own their leadership role by providing them tools that allows them to step into their authority that feels natural to them. So I want you to start with how you got into that line of work and why are you so passionate about what you do? Well, I have absolutely just loved leadership since I was a little girl. Every Ever since we were able to join like student council, it was just always a part of my life and something that I really enjoyed being able to be in a position to help other people kind of find their way. And so with that, mm-hmm. um, I was in the entertainment industry and just found myself continually in a spot to lead other teams and other people. And then in 2014, um, I started working with a company where I was in a position to help women start businesses in the um, clean beauty space. And again, found myself in leadership. But what I was seeing is that there was a really lack um, in the training and the support specifically for women who weren't seeking out a leadership role. And so I really started to be able to use my skills to help them kind of find their way. Mm, I love that. Yeah. You call that accidental leaders, right? Yes. And so I think there's so many times when we're in positions, whether it's in the in the home where, you know, maybe they're running a household or their families or in different positions where maybe you have kind of just followed the open doors or maybe started your own business. And then all of a sudden you have a team. So mm. it might not have been the goal. And I, it's kind of a misnomer because I wouldn't say it's an accident that you have found yourself in a leadership <laughs> role, but it's something that, you know, you can kind of identify like, okay, I didn't really intend to, the, to do this, mm. but I think it's all, it's all for a reason. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that you said that because I do believe everything that happens is for a reason. And I feel like when we're pushed towards those edges of like being like, wow, like I've never done this before. We're getting outside our comfort zone. Um, What do you feel is like the biggest thing that actually happens in our mindset or in our lives when we are put in that position? So I think it can be tough, you know, getting into that position because especially if it wasn't your intention, you were just taking the next best step. Maybe Mm -hmm. you weren't prepared for it or you don't feel prepared for it. Yet I think it is um, uh, almost 100% a mindset issue because really when we stop long enough to look at what events came together to get you into that position, what training you've had, what Mm. life experiences you've had, the support you've had really has set you up a lot better than you might 
imagine. But the problem is we're all moving so fast that it's hard to take that time, even, you know, a few Mm. minutes in a day to stop and really think, okay. And then as women often, um, there's a struggle of wanting to own it. You know, all those imposter thoughts Mm. come in of, well, so-and-so has done this and we have so much access to other people, right? We see Mm -hmm. highlight reels and as much as we can know that going into it, it still creeps in, right? Those little lies that come in. And so I think we're battling a lot when we get, you know, sit down at the table to say, oh, I'm a leader. I'm totally meant to be here. This is what my dream is. You know, it's not as natural, right? Yeah, exactly. Oh, yes. I love this so much. And I also know you talk a lot about automations and systems. So where does that come into play? So for me, that comes into play because a leader has a lot on her plate. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes, if your dream really was that business or that that passion project, you're in it, right? You're yeah. in the stuff that's gotten you to what you want to be doing and the impact that you want to make. And it can be a little difficult to want to let go of some of just the stuff of your business. Maybe it's client communication or mm-hmm. just your standard operating procedures, all that kind of things. But a way that you can support yourself is really automate and create systems so that you can spend less time in that stuff and more time with the people that you're leading, the team that you're leading, the Mm. impact um, driven services that you're leading. And it really is a way for you to continue to connect with your, your clients and uh, prospective clients in a way that's meaningful, but doesn't require you to be on 24 seven. Yeah. Like I do feel like there's this hustle culture right now going on where we get this badge of honor if we're like working all the time and doing all the things. Oh yeah. I know. I'm so over it. I'm so over the hustle culture. It's just not necessary. It's not the life we were meant to live. Um, We're going to burn out. There's no way to not burn out if you just constantly, Mm -hmm. constantly feel that hustle. And there's a difference between being in growth mode, right? There's, Mm -hmm. there's seasons where you can push a little harder. Maybe you um, have a little bit more work than play and that's okay too if it's for a season, if you plan for it. Mm. But when we just kind of roll through everything and think, I just have to do it, I just have to do it, um, (laughs) then that's where we get into trouble, right? And I've been there. I can speak from experience. I spent years, you know, leaving the entertainment industry because I was working so much that I Mm. hardly saw my family to then running my own business where then I was with my family, but not present with them ever because I was, you know, Mm. hustling so much. Yeah. So let's talk about that because I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs and coaches and uh, service providers who are listening to this, like maybe they are in this position right now where they cannot feel like they can be present. Like they're always thinking about the next move, thinking about the next achievement, thinking about the next thing. So what would you tell them? Like if they're listening to this, like what would you be uh, like the biggest piece of wisdom that you could share with them? I think one of the most underutilized strategies in business is celebration. Mm. And I think that is because we, like you said, are always looking for the next thing. And that's okay. It's it's okay to dream. It's okay to push. You're likely an entrepreneur or a service provider because you have something that other people need and you're excited to connect with them and share that with them and help them. Mm-hmm. And that's all well and good. But what happens is that we keep pushing and pushing and pushing and we get to this big goal. And like I said, maybe you've made some sacrifices along the way, you know, with your time or your family or whatever it is. And then you've reached that goal and then you immediately start thinking of the next goal, right? Mm -hmm. And so not only for these big milestones, but all the little things that come together to get you moving forward. And so I really encourage entrepreneurs to practice celebration every single week. If there's one place in your week that you can do it. Just take stock of what has gone right in the last week. And it could even be as simple as, you know what? I had to call the phone company to negotiate my bill or look at a price or whatever. And those are like the worst phone calls, right? Mm, No one wants to do that and spend their time that way. (laughs) Super not fun. You usually don't get everything you want. 
But even celebrating, okay, I made that phone call. I got through the enrollment for whatever program. I was able to connect with a new client or solve a problem. It sounds simple and it sounds um, like it's not as big of an impact as some of the big sales that we hear about, right? Mm -hmm. Yet it is something that is going to keep you forward and keep your mindset towards what you've already accomplished. And I think when you are really in that space where you are kind of building a staircase, if you will, Mm -hmm. where each week, you know, you're celebrating these little wins, that's going to sustain you in a very meaningful way to get to those really, really big goals that you have instead of waiting until those big milestones. It keeps you postured towards remembering, look, I am making impact today. I am doing big things today. I am doing meaningful work today. And then that way, when you get to those big milestones, you also get to celebrate that as well. But it's not the only time, right? And I think Mm. when we are so struggling to um, kind of honor that along the way, that process, Mm -hmm. we miss the growth. We miss what is happening right now. And it leaves us feeling like we're not doing anything, right? We're never going to get there. And that's not where we want to be. Yes. Ah, I love this conversation so much. You're so amazing. I'm so glad you're here. And yeah, I also follow you on Instagram and I love your reels. They're so entertaining. (laughs) Oh my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I love it so much. And I know there's this one post where you talk about motivation being overrated. So like, let's talk about like discipline and and motivation. Like what is the difference? Uh, Yeah, let's dive deep into that. I think so often, you know, people feel like, oh, I just have to wake up motivated Mm. and so excited and I'm going to have this beautiful breakfast and these beautiful things. (laughs) And that's all fun too. Like, I mean, we all watch them. We all watch those kind of videos too on on Instagram, right? But I think motivation is overrated. It doesn't have to always feel like, oh, yay, you know, the birds are chirping and they're going to get me dressed (laughs) in the morning and I'm so excited to be an entrepreneur today because it's so easy and everyone loves Mm. it, right? It's tough. It's a business. It doesn't mean it all has to be hard, Mm -hmm. but I think staying consistent, being disciplined. And again, when you have your systems and some automations in place, that will also support you. So those days that you don't really feel like it, Mm. it's okay because the weight isn't on you feeling 100% positive in your business, right? Mm. There's going to be doubt. There's going to be questions. There's going to be those imposter thoughts. And I would say that if you have those, you are in the right spot, you know, because you're pushing, you're growing, you're doing something nobody else can do mm-hmm. from your position and for your community, right? And so it's natural to have that. And it's yeah. okay. So you got to kind of plan for it. And don't feel so bad if it's not, you know, this beautiful, um, you know, feeling good motivation every single day of the week, because that's not how we're wired, right? It's okay. Yeah, exactly. It's totally fine. <laughs> And I know that you said that like consistency is your middle name. So like besides like those systems and operations in place, like what would you say is the number one thing that helps you be consistent? I think knowing that I'm not going to know how it all plays out every single step of the way Mm-hmm. is what allows me to be consistent. Mm. I really struggled for years, for most of my life, really, of feeling like, well, if I make this decision, I can see this whole ripple effect and then that'll happen or maybe it won't happen. And I just really had to let that go and take the yeah. next best step. And also know that on the other end, if I look back, you know, hindsight feels like it's 2020, but <laughs> you have to remember, like, you just have to take the next best step with the information that you have at the time. And that's mm. okay. And it really gave me a lot of freedom And so I think it's something that I've just had to practice over the years because I will say it's really tough to kind of break that habit of feeling maybe not that you have to be perfect to put it out there, but at least really put together, really have a robust plan. And it's okay. It's okay to pivot. Mm -hmm. If the last couple of years have taught us anything, we can, we know that we can handle hard things and, and, and make changes. Um, and that's okay. So don't fear 
you know, what the whole plan, we're never going to know the whole yeah, plan before we start, right? Exactly. And I feel like a lot of people put a lot of pressure on themselves to figure it all out. <laughs> and I always absolutely say like, myself yeah. included, my goodness. Yeah. yeah. And I always say, always say like, you know, we don't have to have it all figured out. It's, it's good sometimes to just go with the flow, go with where we're at and what feels good. And like, I think it's all the balance. Everything is a balance. And as long as you don't give up and you keep going, you're going to get there. So I do ask this to every guest who come on the show. And I'm curious to know what you have to say about it. What does being a powerful leader mean to you? Ooh, that's a good question. <laughs> I think being a really powerful leader is being in a position to lead well and be a healthy leader, which means that you have some sort of work-life integration where you can take care of yourself, take care of your business, but not be mm -hmm. on fumes all the time. And that is something that I just didn't see for years and years and years. And my whole first career, I saw leaders that were just barely getting by all the time. And I don't think mm. that as a leader, we can really support other people and lead them if we aren't taking care of ourselves. And that's not to say, again, that it's all going to be perfectly aligned and balanced. I don't think that that balance um, exists for too long <laughs> on any given day. Mm -hmm. But to practice consistency, to practice boundaries, to have celebration and have some support either from team members or, like I said, systems so that you can mm -hmm. function, so that you can show up every day where you need to without yeah. modeling, you know, unhealth in your business as well. Yes. Oh, this is so good. Like I hear different versions of this and this is like a really great short answer for it. And yeah, I'm just so glad we connected. <laughs> me too. Me too. Yes. Love it. So do you have like any like advice or tips for people who are Like, like they're feeling like they're there. Like they're just like some few things missing. Maybe it's their strategy, maybe in their operations, maybe in their team, and they just cannot put their finger on it. What would you say to them to like help them take that next step and move forward? I'm a huge advocate of doing a self audit of your business. And so if someone mm. is, they can't really quite put their finger on it, I would say, write down all the things that you need to do in your business. It might take you a few minutes. That's okay. Take the time to do this because it'll help catapult you forward and mm -hmm. look at what all the tasks are. Do you need to be the person at the helm of each of those tasks? Is it something that you can take off your plate? Maybe it's something that you can bring in some support or create a system around What are the things mm -hmm. you enjoy doing from that list that you would never, ever, ever want to step away from? And then maybe that'll help kind of lift some things out and so that not everything looks like an equal task and so that you can really dive into where do I want to be spending my time? Do I even like doing mm -hmm. some of these things? Could someone, even though I enjoy something, could somebody else take that over even for this season of life and just kind of start there because then it'll really give you some perspective on where your time is currently being spent and where you want to spend it. And I think that's where you can start making the real moves. Mm, yeah. So let's talk about that for a second, like outsourcing some of her tasks. Um, how would you go about it if it's like your first time, like hiring help? Um, like, what do you look for? Like, what are the signs and the things that we should have in place before doing that? Any tips uh, for that would be great. I would say just try it. I worried for a long time about having 
yeah. a certain budget or a certain timeline or a certain amount of task or are they going to be great forever? And I've gone through a couple of different team members that either they supported me for a while and then their life situation mm-hmm. changed or it just didn't fit or I wasn't able to keep up with it, whatever it was. And again, this feeling of freedom where you can make the decision that works for you right now. And it's if it doesn't work out, it's okay. But if it does work out, that's incredible. Um, and they can shift with your business. I would 100% ask your network for recommendations. If it's your very first hire, who, who are people working with? Maybe even if that person's not available, they know someone because we know awesome women run in packs. And we, I know that I recommend people that I've worked with and I can appreciate. That's how I got my, the person that's supporting me the most right now is through another friend who just mentioned that she was looking for work and it's incredible. And then take a look at what you are maybe holding on to that you don't need to, that you could test it with. So for example, I love writing emails. I know it sounds strange, especially in today's day and age, but I really like communicating with my clients in that way. And I thought Mm -hmm. that that was something that I would always keep. Yet I had this team member come along and she mentioned, (laughs) hey, I can write some emails for you. I thought, okay, well, just this month though, because I'm going to get back to it because I really love doing that. And I'll kid you not, she did it in a fraction of the time, incredible copy. And it was something that I can really use that support because it is a lot of time spent doing that. And so for now, she's Mm -hmm. lifted that off. And I didn't even think that that was something that was a burden on my shoulders because I enjoyed it. And yet now I'm free from that too. And again, it's it's a it took me a little bit to practice this. So if you were struggling and feeling yeah. like, oh, I don't know if I want to hand anything over my business, do something really low key that isn't gonna make or break your business <laughs> and see how it goes. Cause I would I would put money on it. It, it kind of gets addicting. You're like, oh, actually, what else can I outsource? What else can I outsource? Because it's kind of <laughs> nice not being the only person, especially as a, yeah. a solopreneur, you know? And so I would really encourage yeah. you to just take the first step. Yes, just do it. Try it out. See how it feels for you. Like you cannot go wrong, honestly, because you're right. always learning. And yeah, I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. That was awesome. Of course, of course, and it can feel scary because you know if your your business is your baby, right? And so it can be mm-hmm. it can be tough. But like you said, you really can't go wrong unless you're handing over the keys to your business, right? Yeah. It, you know, start where it feels good. Um, but some you know something like yeah. doing an Instagram post or scheduling for you or whatever behind the scenes, just try it out and um, be clear about your expectations. Um, And there's nothing wrong with doing kind of a, a trial run. That's something I encourage my, my clients to do is if they bring on a team member, do a trial run and see if one project or one um, month or whatever it is. And that way you both know like, okay, we're going to check in about this. So if it's not a right fit, and then that really removes a lot of awkwardness of, oh, should I say something or should I not? It just really sets you both up really well. I'm so glad you said that. (laughs) I did hire some help last year. And that was one of the major things that I noticed is that this person, like she kept me in this contract for three months. So I would have have appreciated like a trial period or something. Absolutely. (laughs) You know? So yeah, I'm glad that you said that. Yeah. If you're a service provider and you're listening to this, take some notes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Awesome. So do you have, you know, any last piece of wisdom that you'd like to share with our audience today? I would just encourage you that if you feel any sort of resistance that you are, you know, you need a permission slip to do a trial run with a new service provider, or you need the permission to say, okay, I am going to try and get some support. 
let this message be that for you. Let this be your green light, your permission slip, whatever you need to just take the next step that you likely know that you already need to. And if you're feeling a little hesitation, mm-hmm. that's okay. Just check in with yourself and why that that might mm-hmm. be there and you know, do an assessment and see where you can go that's really going to help you move forward. Yes. I love that. Awesome. So where can people go to connect with you further online? So my website is the best place to get all the info and connect with me is theshaysmith.com. That's T-H-E-S-H-E-A-S-M-I-T-H. And I am also the Shay Smith on Instagram as well. So that's where I hang out. Awesome. Well, thank you so much again for coming on the show. This was awesome. And yeah, I appreciate you so much. I so loved our conversation. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Powerful Female Leaders Podcast. If you love this episode, make sure to spread the message, leave a review and subscribe. I would forever be grateful for you. I also want to hear from you and I want to know your feedback and your questions for future episodes. So don't be shy, say hi and send me a message at Powerful Female Leaders Podcast on Instagram. Until then, I'll see you on the next episode.